0: Our question today is, what can happen when we are compelled to change? We're so glad that you're here because you're choosing to thrive in your relationship.
1: Guys, welcome to The Betrayed, The Addicted, and The Expert, a Beyond Enough production.
0: Hi, I'm Ashlyn, The Once Betrayed.
1: I'm Kobe, The Once Addicted. And I'm Brandon, The Expert.
0: And he's definitely an expert.
1: You've been working to help couples with their extreme challenges for like 15 years, right? Yeah, a long time. And I'm glad that I'm here with you guys sharing your vulnerable story. And I hope that it helps our listeners as well.
0: Absolutely. And if you need some help getting started, we have a free resource over at beyond-enough.com forward slash step one.
1: And that's one, the number. It provides the first key steps to healing your relationship, regardless of how tough things are right now. All right, guys, let's roll. Okay, we're going to jump into that. Super interesting, slightly painful idea and topic. But we're going to review first. Uh, This is just a review that's left over on iTunes. And it says, um, episode seven, creating connection. It says, episodes one through seven are essential. I like the idea mentioned, seven and one half minutes in that defines connection, that we must first feel safe and then trust that we will move us um, that... uh, And that will move us to vulnerability and connection. I totally botched that. But um, yeah, creating connection is a a super important uh, concept and principle that we never had a clue about. Right. Well, and I love these
0: because I have no idea what episodes one through seven are. So um, we'll have to go look that up. Uh, It's been a while. Yeah, it has
1: been a minute. So appreciate leaving that review, um, taking a minute to do that and to be so precise.
0: Yes. Okay. So I'm excited because we have my friend here. Allison. And she <laughs> she's awesome. Um, so Allison Faulkner is from The Allison Show, and she's made a career of doing whatever she feels like doing. Um, that's part of the reason I love her. But it always involves finding ways to feel awesome and help others feel awesome, too. She is a, brand, a branding and events expert with highly engaged online community. She hosts an iTunes Top 100 podcast and her music producer, Hubby, called Al- Awesome with Allison, and founded Allison's Brand School which has helped thousands through workshops and online courses that empower entrepreneurs with heart to build a brand that can support their dreams. Guys, that was the first course that I went to, and that's exactly why we started our podcast, which is Allison. So I feel like it's a big deal that you're here. So um, Allison collaborates and consults with Fortune 500 companies. She believes in love, dancing inappropriately, and putting her own name in lights. So um, the reason I have Allison here today is because Allison continues, I mean, just like her bio said, she continues to show up, um, but also helping and inspiring other people through the ups and downs that we all experience in life. And um I was telling Allison before we started, I used to be really embarrassed that I was so compelled to make change. Kobe and I had a lot of hard things happen in our own marriage where You know i showed up to therapy and i showed up to groups and i started working on myself and i felt frustrated that i wasn't the person that was just a go-getter and i was just gonna go dive in and unravel everything um i don't think it's a bad thing to be compelled and um allison's a great example i think of both uh she's highly driven and also compelled to change yeah Uh, (laughs) so um allison we wanted to just, I mean, we've told them a little bit about where you are now, um, but how long has it been since you were compelled a little, maybe big and hit by a car to slow down?
2: Um, uh, yes. So Ashlyn told me why she thought about me for this episode first. Thank you for all the kind things. I'm very excited to be here. I think it's awesome what you guys are doing and I'm very happy to be a part of it. Um, so i I just think the concept of compelled to change is interesting, even just like the words, right? Like compelled to change because for me, even shifting my mindset around like the word compelled where I really love um, to kind of try to get, to sit in the space of, I have everything I need for this moment and the things that I'm gonna need for the next moment, if I need them, I will have them. And that's not just financially or maybe um, physically, but also like circumstantially experience, right? If I needed those experiences before, I would have had them before because I needed them. And so even this compelled to change to kind of like release some of that shame and let it go. I, I kind of like coming to, if you had needed to be compelled, if you could have come to it on your own, you would have. And and how do you know that you couldn't? Cause you didn't. <laughs> and so <laughs> that's, that's I it. Love it. That's it. So it's kind of like so to start with that. So um, what you're referring to, I've been compelled to change a lot. Um, <laughs> but I think what you're referring to, um, in terms of slowing down, is not just coronavirus, which is a world, which is crazy. We have as a collective world, almost not everywhere in the world, but been compelled to slow down and to pause. It's a collective world breath, like, like, which is, which is crazy. It really is. (laughs)
0: We've
2: continued to see with like a civil rights movement in the U.S. I mean, what can happen after you're compelled to slow down in the, in this case or pause And so for me, um, this was about two and a half years ago, um, prior to that. So like we, we journey back in time about three or four years. Um, I was really in the momentum of growth in my business and in, in my life. And I, I've been building an online platform for over a decade, blogging, Instagram, speaking at events, then throwing in-person huge parties, huge events, and just kind of, um, never thinking it was enough but also looking back like that was a huge growth explosion and people are like you're blowing up and i'm like no i haven't i've been doing this for five or six years growth it's and you guys probably know this like you don't you feel uncomfortable when you're growing but you don't always recognize it as growth oh yes
1: (laughs) completely completely
2: and so all you feel is uncomfortable and overwhelmed and you're like you can't appreciate it and then people come to my workshops or talk to me and all they want is growth and I'm like, you, you, I'm could sure. be growing, you could be growing right now and you don't even know. So, <laughs> and so um, I, I stopped, I forced myself to slow down um, when all these events and all this growth was happening, because I was just having anxiety attack after anxiety attack after anxiety attack. And in a way, I could look at that as being compelled to slow down. And totally. that was at the beginning of 2017. So at the beginning of 2017, I stopped throwing any large parties. I stopped taking any sponsored contracts because they weren't bringing me joy. I basically stopped making money any way that I had previously made money and was like, "What what can I do to take care of me? What can I do to grow? Like, what can I do? Right? We good? Okay. And then 2017 started building its own momentum as I started healing. And I got in a really good place physically. I started doing things that I had wanted to do for forever, like start my podcast, Awesome with Allison. I had wanted to do branding work. And so I, I held my first How to Build an Awesome Brand workshop. Ashlyn was there and started, and these things started growing, and I started rolling that ball again, but it was from a healthier place and um it was right at the peak of this where i was like oh yes look at me i am using my mindfulness i'm doing my gratitude practices i'm running i'm in good health i've got like my eating good i've got my exercise good i just signed my first six-figure contract i'm so wonderful like but still kind of that i think with growth you can have a frantic energy Mm -hmm. And
1: can you say more about that, Allison? That's actually a really interesting uh, term. Say more about what that looks like for you.
2: I love frantic action versus inspired action. And what I frantic action, it's where it's what is what is it stemming from? And so we think just as a community, as a society, we label action for the most part as a positive, good hustle. We're in a hustle culture.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally.
2: Take action, grow, go, go, go. We see all growth is good. All hustle is good as all action as labeled good. But to nuance that for me, inspired action very often feels almost effortless. I'm not forcing it. I'm not pushing it. I'm not coercing. And to me, the opposite of effort isn't work. The opposite of effort is force, compulsion, hustle, frantic, movement for the sake of movement, where um, oftentimes, and this is this is a, a, a Buddhism, right? A Buddhism, I think it might be in the Tao Te Ching, actually, but is... Like inaction is sometimes the correct action. Inaction, totally. Inaction can still be in action. And so that fr- it's not even always that our action is frantic, but sometimes the energy around it can become frantic. Yeah. Where, and I think it comes to attaching to the momentum and labeling the momentum as good and positive. And if I don't hang on to it, that's bad.
0: Yeah. So can I just pause you? Cause yeah. I'm thinking as our audience is listening, they might feel some of that in a different aspect of like work, but okay, yeah. I'm healing from this betrayal or I have betrayed. And yeah. we do, we get into that really like, I got to do all the things and I'm going to do yeah. all these things. And even if they don't serve me, I'm going to do them.
2: <laughs>
1: Force. Force is a word that you used, which, which really resonates with yeah. with with both um, the, the person who's betrayed and the person who has been betrayed in effort to, to remove themselves or get out of the discomfort, and I and I think that's a really interesting uh, perspective to take because there's nothing about flow that's in that word force. Yes, the effortless piece that you, I mean you use that word, and I think that is that's that's i think very poignant and i think really important for people to to actually hear not just not just hear it in their head but hear yeah. it in their heart mm-hmm. that 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 the best parts of our change can come when we're in the flow when we're when it's effortless
2: the best parts of your change will come when you're in the flow and when it's effortless and sometimes that looks like in action or pausing, yeah. And I so I love that you stopped because honestly, though I frame it in a business way often because I attach a lot of value to my achievements as a human being. Who does Personally, but but really, like I have more masculine masculine energy that way. I find where I'm like I've started to identify as a dad in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> I will hear women complaining about their husbands, and I'll be like wait, that, those were all the things I do.
1: (laughs) That's hilarious.
2: But so to, to, to make this contextual or relatable, um, I was in a frantic self-improvement energy. Mm, Um, You are doing all the things, check all the boxes. You are a self-improvement robot. like, And, and we, so because you get into this flow and people are like, when is she going to get to the compelled? I'll get there. You just have to sit tight. But like, um, I have to set the scene. So you, we, we turn into these self-improvement robots because you start thinking, change your thoughts, change your life. And that very, very soon turns into control your thoughts, control your life.
1: Oh, okay. That's so good. You need to say it again.
2: oh I. Coming from- Legit. <laughs> okay. Um, I love, I love making people repeat things. And when people want me to repeat things, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yes. I, I, yes, 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 yes.
1: Um, Legit though. That's super, super important. Please yeah. say it again.
2: So, so this is a very healthy place to come at first is I can change my thoughts. I'm not a victim. I can change my thoughts and I can change my life. That is like, I've noticed one of the first like stepping stones in self-improvement is believing that. Mm-hmm. Right. But very quickly, I noticed as the hustle, achiever, perfectionist, pleaser, whatever, that i if I control all of my thoughts, I can control my life.
1: yeah, that's so really it is, really interesting it is because in- it does take yeah. personal initiative
2: yeah change
1: it does take personal responsibility and ownership to say I'm going to go down this path of of healing of of self-improvement because self-improvement, Um, Self-development was a parallel effort for Ashlyn and I at a certain point in recovery, and it blossomed like everything that we consumed was indirectly related to recovery for us. Okay. So, so the idea with it is, is, is that, um, it takes initiative. It takes ownership. It takes responsibility. But then there's this threshold, what you just talked about, right? You need all these things in order to in order to um, to really change. But then the threshold that you just talked about, where is you can get to this line where you want to control. Oh yeah, and, and that's normal. That's super normal. And I tried that for sure, and I felt miserably at, at that like decade after decade after decade. So how can someone be, from your perspective, Allison, be mindful? of of putting their own effort into it, like doing the things they need to be able to do, but not cross that threshold into control?
2: Well, you know, honestly, and I I don't know if I would have ever been able to, to couch it this way or or narrate it this way. So this is like such a good conversation because I love how it flowed. Good. Um, honestly, what did it for me was what Ashlyn was referring to being compelled to change at the end of 2017. Um, it was five days before Christmas Mm -hmm. and I had these contracts and I have the checklist of all the things I need to do. And I had this, my big first meeting for this big client that I was so excited to get. And it was that afternoon. And I was like, the best thing I could do to get ready for that is to go for a run, do a gratitude practice. And I'm on my run five five days before Christmas, and my my neighborhood has big wide streets but no sidewalks. And I was on the correct side of the street, doing everything I should do. I had even actually um, prayed. I, I get I about which direction I should run that day, and I had gone one direction and was like, nope, that's not right, and gone the other direction.
1: Get out!
2: Isn't that crazy? Get out! And as I was returning home a car took a corner without stopping at the stop sign and I just watched her hit me. And I mean, so if you want to talk about (laughs) learning that you aren't in control, Mm. being hit by a car, just really. And again, I still have to learn the lesson all the time. I'm not in control. I'm not in, and you know, recent current events, I, I just, it's a whole other, you're not in control. Um, So, but this is the crazy thing. Getting hit by a car is crazy. So I was, I was hit.
1: I can't believe that.
2: So I was hit. I couldn't get up. The driver was in shock. She got out of the car, but she was in shock. She didn't know what to do. I wasn't unconscious, but I definitely was not all there. Um, I remember kind of some pieces of conversation. She she didn't she didn't know what to do. I have the whole story on my podcast if you really want to go into it. I even It's episodes forty and forty one. That's but, awesome. Okay. But um, the the thing that's the craziest, which just shows you a little bit where I was at, is as I was watching the blood pool around my head because I was on the concrete and it, it's December, so it's cold and I'm on the ground. I just was watching the blood get like, grow. Yeah. And my first thought was, it's not that much blood. You can still make your meeting later. Oh, wow. And.
1: Did you, did you know that in the moment when that thought crossed your mind? Or did you look back and say, oh my gosh, that was the thought that I had?
2: No, it was, I looked back like, because, because you're in shock. And, and I think a lot of people, if I had to guess, who are listening to your podcast can either relate with or maybe understand shock, actual, not like, ooh, I'm shocked, but shock from trauma and not realizing that you are in shock and traumatized in the moment. And then you look back and you're like, why did I do that? Why did I do that? Why did I say this? Why did I behave this way? Why did I, I was like, not myself at all and then even then it took me months if maybe not more to be like allison you had a head trauma and you were in shock like <laughs> of course you didn't behave how you thought because you even if you have had shock before you're not going to behave the same way every time right. and in recovery and in learning information it's that earth crack moment whether you're actually cracked inside of the head actually whether you're physically cracked in the head like I was or you crack from within when you receive information or have an understanding that's shock yeah. and what so to go to the question of that threshold from you know self-improvement to control improvement basically if we're gonna give them layers, right. right was, self-compassion it's self-compassion and luckily i was in an amazing place emotionally physically spiritually when i got hit and even though i was compelled to slow down and it was not easy or comfortable or nice i had to be in bed for months i had two broken ribs a broken vertebrae um i had to get stitches uh by my eyebrow where you know i was bleeding Uh, I had to be taken by ambulance to the emergency room and it's been two and a half years and it's just been in the last six months that I can really run and work out again. Like there was like almost a two-year healing journey there, right? Um, And as I was laying in bed, I just was noticing myself beat myself up for not getting more done. And I had just been hit by a car. And so what that showed me, like I said, luckily I was in a place of awareness and mindfulness. And so rather than identifying with, you better stop making such a big deal out about this. You didn't, you didn't lose a limb, you're not dead. And you guys also probably know that people can say things sometimes when you're in these vulnerable places, like somebody texting me and being like, oh, you're lucky you're not dead. A neighbor I know is dead from, being on a run and I'm like, I am lucky I'm not dead, but would you like to know what it's like to have that much steel hit your body and have flashbacks over and over? I don't think you do so, but I guess my trauma isn't valid because it's not as bad as this person thinks it should be, right? And we all do that to each other. We all do that to ourselves. Uh. But what I learned was, although I had started to heal relationship it was like i was in the only way i can think to describe it is like where i was in a relationship where somebody had been um i like i thought it was oh this person maybe was verbally abusing me like let's just pretend me myself but realizing no they actually had been like kicking the crap out of me that's how i was treating myself and i didn't even think i was wow i honestly think most people treat themselves that harshly i really do i agree I really do. After talking to so many people, I don't think I'm the only one who beats the crap out of herself. Right. 100%. No.
0: And honestly, that was like one of the biggest things when I started this whole journey was like, oh, wait, I'm not crazy. Cause I really thought all these things were true in my head.
2: Yeah.
0: And yeah. So that was a big change for us. Okay. Yeah. Allison, I had no idea we were going to like, but the way you described shock. I think, I hope is validating to the listeners because
2: I hope so too.
0: Yeah. I have never compared in that way, but it makes so much sense of why it would feel and why we feel crazy and we beat ourselves up or we're not doing it right, or we're not showing up enough and we have the judgment of others or comparison in story.
2: Something I learned that was really helpful was that um, in in instances, and again, I'm never trying to compare trauma or rank trauma, but in instances of sexual assault, people who are sexually assaulted, because uh, I've done a lot. I'm I'm not a therapist, but I do a lot of trauma research. I I, I love to talk about this. It's my favorite thing. Um, and it's, it's my favorite thing to talk about trauma. No, but I, I'm like I'm interested in like why is it so hard to be a human sometimes and, and one of the commonalities is um, vic- victims blame themselves uh, for not responding better, fighting back. Um, and this is a very common thing uh, in trauma is that you you start to blame yourself. And it's so crazy this morning, I was talking to my nine-year-old and she, she had mentioned, um, did you know this person said, said they have depression and they take medication for that? And I said, yeah, that, that's so awesome that they get help, huh? And and she was like, yeah. And I said, did you know, I have depression and anxiety often too. And she said, really? And I said, you know, the all those things mom does like that, but I maybe hadn't labeled it for her. Yeah. And I was talking to her about, I said, "And you know, actually, and this was a couple of years after I got hit. I'm like, last year, I was kind of depressed. Did you notice how mommy would um, get in bed when she got home from work. And she was like, I love when you're in bed. I I like hanging out with you in bed. And, um, I said, you know, after I got hit by the, by the car, I did have some depression even a year later. And she said, but mom, you know, you, it wasn't your fault. You got hit by a car. My nine-year-old said that to me. And you can see me almost crying where I was like, I know it's not my fault. I got hit by a car, but sometimes it's hard to not make it your fault that you got hit by whatever your car was. Oh yeah. And maybe you inflicted the car on yourself or you inflicted the car on someone else. And I'm not saying we don't take ownership for our actions, um, but we can't control the universe and that scares the crap out of everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, and- well, it, the part you said, and this is what stood out when I listened to your story on your podcast was the fact that you said, okay, I was doing all the things right. Like you had, we called it our our toolkit. We had our toolkit already packed, ready to go. So we had a lot of skills. You had a lot of skills. Yeah. You even prayed to God and yeah. you still got hurt.
2: I got and hit I, real hard.
0: <laughs> yes. And I think for me, I know that was a thing. I know for a lot of the women I work with, that's absolutely a thing, yeah. but I'm doing everything right. Why is this happening to me? Yeah. And that's probably where a lot of the shame of being compelled to change when yeah. I didn't cause this, right? But I still have a part to play. And yeah. we still had an entire relationship to rebuild and to create something new.
2: And it couldn't be
0: done without the other.
2: And so 100%. I think, it, I love that. But I, I think like what you're saying too, is it goes back to, it's just perspective right? Did I cause this? Did I create this? Um, Do you run the universe? Can you control it? In some ways, yes. I believe in manifesting and energy and flow. And in other ways, I just know that what makes us human is our ability to make meaning. That's what differentiates us from animals, um, is our ability to create meaning. And so, We get to create whatever meaning we want, which is why I can't go 24 hours without referencing the matrix. And, um,
1: I legit just finished that two nights ago. I'm not kidding. The trilogy. No
2: lie. I believe in the gospel of the matrix. Amen. It's just true. It's truth with a capital T We we create meaning. And so was it supposed to happen? Was I supposed to get hit by a car? Were you supposed to be betrayed? On and on. You can drive yourself crazy. At the end of the day, what I think matters more is what is the meaning I choose? That's the power. That's the control. That is your role on this earth as a creator. What meaning do I create?
1: And then from there, once you once you can create that meaning, then there becomes a hard but off but 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 a very clear um path to to navigate from there then you can really yeah. um identify what it is and it's interesting just thinking of neo saying i need to just take i need to take time right in episode three i, I yeah, need some time please, yeah. like we don't have times like i know i'm gonna take time anyways yeah. but once he took time and he was with himself and he was quiet then he then from that he knew exactly which path he needed to take and it was the hard one it was the one that was that was that was most taxing and would demand the most from him and there was the most risk in that however um he persevered because he knew because he had the the, the appropriate meaning attached to what was before him and hearing you hearing you talk about that um is really really important and I know for every person um and, and I'll even speak for the person who has betrayed there is there's often this um this idea the, the uh the meaning that I'm broken, I'm no good, I'm unlovable, I can't be forgiven. But but what I've learned from all of that, from all my, from all my, my my mistakes and um mistakes, that trivializes in some sense, but all the things I've done to devastate Ashlyn, I've learned that there is deeper meaning there's meaning below what I like levels below um, that precipitated all of my actions. And I only found that 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 redefinition that that I I redefined um, my own meaning of, of why I did what I did when I saw when I took time and I saw my 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 path in front of me, which was so hard and so scary, so, so devastatingly scary, paralyzingly so. But once I went down that path, then I discovered I could redefine that and and I had new meaning behind my choices and the path that it took Ashlyn and I on. And so the the compulsion that took place was really, really key for me in redefining who I am. Yeah. Um so if we, oh God, there's like so many parallels to what you, what you, I mean, I was the one that was driving the car. That was a thought that came to my, like, if Ashland was, was you, then I was the person who was driving the car because guess what? I had to stop a swear, with the back of my teeth just now. I sure didn't. Yeah. I, I was the guy driving who did not look who was, who, who was driving. And I didn't have any buildings in the way I was in big wide streets. And I wasn't that far away from Ashland, but I turned the car right into her yeah and and so I guess from all that, really, I guess what we're talking about here what we what I want to be able to transition to is is allison um what were the what were the primary takeaways, and you've alluded to some of them already, but but very clearly, what were some of the primary takeaways that you had once you were compelled to slow
2: down um I would say first off. I love you. (laughs) Ashlyn, he's wonderful. I know. Right. I haven't gotten to meet Kobe very much. And you're just, just, I'm just Kobe. You're great. I, 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 thank you so much for just being you. Okay. Number one, number two, um, definitely like, what are the takeaways are different every six months. True. Yeah, absolutely. Wait, wait,
1: wait. So, so does that denote that there's also seasons? Yeah. Post this that, you, that that someone can expect in in as far as what happens when they're compelled to slow down. There could be seasons. Oh, absolutely. And with meaning within each season.
2: And and the okay, cool. What I love about truth. What I love about truth. And what I mean by truth is a true principle. And and to me, a true principle is exactly what you just shared. Is in order to see clearly you need to be able to go within, right? In order to see clearly, in order to find a path, and is you have to be able to, to get quiet and, and, and go within, whatever that looks like or means to you. Like that is truth with a capital T. Okay, so let's take that truth. Let's pretend it's a little stone. And six months after the accident, it sinks under the surface of the water, this little stone and that truth. I need to go within. I need to be okay, not with the validation of the world but with the validation of my achievement i don't have to achieve to be worthy okay that's 6 months 6 months out let's take that that same stone and sink it down a year out um my body starts to change because after a year after a year um i w- it stayed about the same and then i i felt like i gained a little weight or i got depression and it was like okay um wh- I didn't realize that my body had so much to do with my idea of success. I didn't get that. Right. Like if my body looks a certain way, other people are going to perceive me as successful. It didn't matter so much if I was sexy or hot at this point in my life. Eh, I'm sexy. It was fine. I am right. Like <laughs> I, I feel really good about that, but success right? That stone drops 18 months down the road. And now I'm resentful resentful because that slowed me down and look at where that person is. And I'm angry and I've never felt anger before. I've only ever felt anxiety. Whoa, this is weird. I'm like shouting at people. And do you see what I'm saying? And so like what the the takeaways are, I feel like um, they'll just continue your whole life. But if you want like concrete takeaways, concrete takeaways of um being compelled to slow down is the number one is my my worth is independent independent of my achievement
1: but also independent of your trauma
2: and independent of my trauma that's good that's really good and like uh, yeah it's
1: because what you i mean i mean allison think about what you just said though it's it's independent of of my achievement because so like, because so many things we do day to day define how who we are as parents right or you know my ability to make the bed consistently every day or my side of the bed defines me as a partner
0: or our relationship so when we're betrayed oh wait I thought it was this and now it turns out it's this yes and I'm embarrassed and I'm ashamed and I don't want to tell anyone
1: yes and 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 so we've got to be able to redefine. Right, find new meaning behind yeah. the word achievement, right? Yeah. But then also I I keep coming back to this because it's such a it's a I just see it in my head. I see in my mind's eye, I see the yellow dead grass of December
2: mm-hmm. in, in
1: your accident. Yeah. You know that? Like yeah. I, I really see that, and I think to myself, even though this happened, it doesn't define me.
2: Exactly. It, and I remember right after I got hit a, a month or so, we went to Ikea and this girl walked up to me and this isn't totally insane. This happens in a small Utah place where I do a lot of things. Hey, you're Allison. I am, hi, nice to meet you. She walks up to me and goes to her husband. This is Allison, the girl that got hit by a car. Ugh. And I, 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 I called my friend. And i said i don't want to be the girl who got hit by a car and she and she's very wise and she said but allison right now you are and i clapped back at her and i said no i'm not maybe to you and maybe to her but i'm not Allison, the girl who got hit by a car i'm allison and to me i'm not the girl who got freaking hit by a car i've done right but again that that comes from understanding your value independent of labels relationships, partnerships, perception, success, achievement, body image, looks, appearance, on and on and on, you just are, you just are. And things I have learned from being hit that have changed my life for the better, I know how to be um, at home more. Cause I had to be at home. And then, holy crap, a world pandemic broke out and I had practice being at home, which would have made the pandemic three times as hard for me. And, uh, you know, right, so there's, there's just so many things, but I think if I want, I, I love to give an actionable, an actionable takeaway for people is to examine their relationship with control and how do I, how do they feel when I say you don't have control. What is that? Does that make them angry? Does that make them go, no, you're wrong? Does that make them go, yes, sister. I understand. Like, I believe just because I don't care what you respond to me because it does. It only ever means something about you and not me is, and you know, is what is your relationship with control? And I, I. I almost think you can't talk about control without also bringing up um, faith and hope. And that those do not have to be religious terms. It's just faith and hope. And um, what what part do faith or hope or trust play in control? And I can truly only imagine in so many people who are listening, um, trust and control are probably Closely linked. Can I
1: trust enough to to let go of control?
2: And if your trust has been broken and betrayed, yeah, Yeah. you want to. Yeah, you want to. Step is control, (laughs) but it's not the right step. (laughs) But we all do it. And then, and then you're like, but didn't I just learn I can't control? (laughs) And then when I learn that, I want to hold on tighter. Oh yeah. And even right now with the pandemic and civil uprising and and beautiful things that are happening because we had to pause, honestly, hard, mm. ugly truths about society that were always there that are being brought to the light because we paused. Um, that is the value of meditation. That is the value of breath. That is the value of slow. And I just, I thought that moving fast was just so important. And even my relationship with time has changed so much where it's like, whatever gets done today is what needed to get done today. And anything that doesn't get done didn't need to get done today. Cause it didn't have, cause it didn't get done.
1: <laughs> I think you just gave a lot of people permission to, <laughs> know, right? to, to be okay with ending the day with the list of things undone. Oh, yes. yeah. that's that That's super, super important because I, that's ammo to like, you know, hang yourself with.
2: And I want to go back to what I feel like was the best question ever, especially for people who are on a self-improvement quote unquote journey. How do you, how do you take empowerment, but then accidentally turn it to like enslavement almost to thinking that you can control yourself in the world and everything around you. And, and what is you called it the threshold, I think, and I mm. love that it's almost like i like threshold because what is the door what is the entryway what is what is it that you step over and when you bypass and step over self compassion that's that's rad that's right it's it's a breath is compassion think of the deliciousness in a breath the release and the exhale There's that sweet little relief that that comes and that is self-compassion is leaning into that, that sweetness, that understanding. And I just want to give permission and testify and share with as many people as possible that if you give yourself that kindness and compassion, you will be blown away at what you will actually accomplish. Because what people think is if I don't force, if I don't coerce, if I don't hustle, if I don't shame, if I don't compel myself even, then I won't get it done. And it's just not true. Because when you give yourself the compassion and the space and the breath and you slow down, all of the sudden you stand up and you make the therapy appointment. And you stand up and you send the apology text or you, you stand up and you clean and organize the whole house that you just didn't think you could clean and organize because you didn't have the energy to do it. Right. And I'm just shocked. I thought I just had to like beat myself up to get all of that done. Totally. And you, you just, and people want, they ask me, how do I act from love rather than act from fear? And that's, that's what I'm talking about. Mm.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love this. It's just gone in totally different directions that I love. Okay. Okay. So thank you, Allison. Um, no, I love it all. Um, but it's just so funny. Cause I was talking in my women's group today about this exact idea and you being hit by car. I doubt anyone would say you're going to learn self more self-compassion by getting hit by a car, but it's, it's very much like recovery from anything is yeah. you, you set yourself up for I'm in this growth mindset and I'm going to take these tools and use them and keep them because I'm going to need them in other ways. And so for us, absolutely. It's, it's helping us become the people we always wanted to be and didn't know how to be. Um, (laughs) and I'm the girl when people run into me, I'm the girl that got cheated on. And do you think that totally crossed my mind before we chose to share our stories? And it's to the point where I'm like, I don't care because I know who I am and your branding workshop. I mean, there's a little plug for you, but it helped me understand that I really am doing this from a place in my heart, that that's my integrity. And that's why I'm here. It's not to make anyone feel whatever about me because I'm okay with being the girl that got cheated on if it helps somebody else.
2: Yeah. And just when I think of you, I just think of a warrior. Oh,
0: well, thank you. Like
2: that's what I just think of. Strength. That's what that's what I think of when I think of you. Which is funny because that's almost the opposite. I feel like of what you said, right? Like where I'm like, and and you have such a quiet strength, and I always really respect that. As a very flamboyant, flashy person, (laughs) I always respect.
0: (laughs) I'm always attracted to you, though. Like that. My best friends are always big and and personality because I'm a little
2: quiet. And I'm attracted to yin and yang. Yeah, and I'm attracted. You're like Eric, my husband, right? Where like I'm attracted to that like quiet core of strength. Where I'm like, it's cool how you can do that. I can't.
0: (laughs) And that's yeah, that's what makes you awesome. That's what I.
1: I Allison, this has been um, really, really insightful, and it's been um, a great way to reflect on the path of healing. In a way that people probably aren't going to expect. Um, tell us where we can find you. Tell us where our listeners can can uh, can go and and uh, see what you do, what you offer, etc.
2: Well, thank you so much. Um, this has been so fun. I feel like we did a really cool, good right? job. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm going <laughs> to so pat myself. I, yeah, we're we're so smart. No, I love I love what we came to. um so I have a podcast, if you like podcasts, called Awesome with Allison. And the goal of the podcast is just to help you feel a little more awesome than you did before. So if you like anything that we talked about today, it's on the podcast <laughs> uh, in, in in different veins. Um, I do some interviews, not all interviews, um, but I do it with my husband as well. So it's another husband, uh, wife team. And I also can be found on Instagram at the Allison show. Uh, and that's always Allison with one L and I don't know guys, if you find me there, you'll find all my other stuff. <laughs> I just, I'm at this place. I'm at this place of like promote or this. And I'm like, it's not that I don't care. Like, of course I believe in what I'm doing, but I'm in a, I'm in a relaxed place right now where I'm like, show up and hang out. Let's just hold each other's hands. Through the internet for a moment and yes. then I'll have an agenda later. Yes. Um, <laughs> <I just don't laughs> know anymore. And, and
0: they will, they'll find you because you're yeah. you're good at that. So um I wanted our audience to hear specifically from you because I do think it's important that people diversify what they're listening to mm. um, and not have it be heavy and hard. And they need the fun. They need to see Allison dancing on Instagram, they need to hear Allison having fun on her podcast. So but they
1: also need to feel your energy yeah allison that's that's super important and 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 i and i say that because the energy that's in this space um is oftentimes super super heavy and so if they can get a shot of like just just really great positive hopeful self-compassionate energy then that will help them move forward that day and that's what we
2: want that's what I deal in. I deal in energy. Uh, Love it. <laughs> it is. It's, and, and when I'm, when I'm hired and paid and price myself and decide what it is I'm doing. So I, I appreciate you saying it like that. Cause um yeah, I'm like an energy dealer. And, and uh, so right now with the energy and place of the world, um, I've got a little bit of energy to offer. I share it. And then other than that, that's all I can do right now. Yeah. So, yeah. so I want I, I practice, I practice what I preach. Like I'm not gonna get off this and go shame myself into getting a lot done. I'm probably gonna, gonna go get another diet coke. So that's <laughs> where we're at right. Now.
1: I love it. Love it. Guys, uh appreciate you listening. Uh I'm more than positive you heard something that will uplift your day. And if you have heard that, then share it.
0: Yes. I do want to just promote one quick thing. If you guys haven't, if you're new to the podcast today, um, you can head over to get your first step basically, um, over on beyond dash enough.com and it's slash, um, back
1: step one
0: step one I always say it wrong forward or backslash
1: forward slash, forward slash step, step one. one and uh yeah if, if you don't really know where to start if you don't know what the right uh place is that'll give you an idea um and that will help you get rolling because we were once those same people who were like we don't know where we need to start but we know we need to start and um that's the first step so Allison right. thanks again for being with us nice. having you.
0: yes thank you